Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. We thank you, Father, for blessing us. We pray, Father, as always, that you would have mercy on our souls, that you would bless us, and that you would uh, bring us into your presence this morning. And I pray, especially, Father, as we read your word this morning, that you would speak to us as we call on your name. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. All right. Um, <clears throat> real quickly, let's turn to the book of Psalm. Psalm chapter 145. We'll be looking at Psalm chapter 145 this morning. What I'd like to talk about today is I'd like to talk about the works of the providence of God. It has been said that the works of the providence of God are his most holy, wise, and powerful. Governing his most holy, wise, and powerful governing uh, over his creatures. And over in Psalm chapter 145, it reads, I will exalt you, my God, the King, I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol, extol your name forever and ever. This is the psalmist writing. He goes on to say that great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. Now, as we're reading this, I'm, again, I want to remind you, and I want you to look for and listen for the providence of God, the providence of his works, the things that he does that shows that he cares for us, that he protects us. I want you to listen for uh, how he preserves and governs all his creatures. I want you also to listen for... Um, how he does this as far as preserve and governs his creatures and all their actions. So um, the psalmist goes on to say in verse 4, One generation will commend your works to another. Here we are, the works of God. He's talking about the works of God. The works of God are his deeds. Are his the things that he does, his actions that he does here in the earth before us. They're manifested before us. Now, we've got to remember who God is. God is a spirit, and he doesn't have a body like you and I. At least at this point in the Old Testament. Because we've got to remember that the psalmist is writing... At a time before 
the first advent of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So a lot of things that he, he's talking about are going to be things that will happen. And some of the things that he's witnessing or has witnessed has not yet fully manifested themselves. God has not fully manifested his works of providence, the things that he, has, that he does to protect us. Verse 5, they will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. Once again, we're talking about the works of God. Do you meditate on the works of God? I want to encourage you to meditate on the works of God. Meditate on the, the when I'm talking about the works of God, I'm talking about his, the things that he has provided for you to protect you. Such things as the earth in which we live. The sun, the moon, the sky, the ocean. We are blessed to live right next to the Pacific Ocean. Matter of fact, our city in which we live is called Oceanside. God, it has been said, and I believe, has trained the ocean to only come so far. The ocean knows its boundaries because of the works of God. This is God's, this is God's providence. He keeps the ocean from coming too far. And covering the whole entire earth. It only comes so far. Because of God. Again. That's a wonderful work of God. Amen. They would tell. Of your splendor. That is each generation will tell of the splendor. Each generation will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I, proclaims the psalmist, will proclaim your great deeds. Again, we're talking about the deeds of God. Each generation will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyful sing, joyfully sing of your righteousness. Verse 8. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord that we serve. Remember now, the Lord, who the Lord is. The word Lord, it signifies the great I am. It signifies his covenant name. That's his covenant nature. I should say not his covenant name, but his covenant nature. The Lord is faithful to provide for us, to protect us from day to day. He is faithful in providing us with the time to rise up, to awaken, and a time to sleep. That is the day and the night. This is our Lord. He is faithful. He is gracious. He is compassionate. He is slow to anger and rich in love. 
The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all his all he has made. When it rains, it doesn't just rain on Christians. It also rains on non-Christians. Unbelievers as well. This is the common grace of God. God's grace is common to all men. All men, all, all men, all men. It's common to all men, men and women. Verse 10. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Saints. Who are the saints? Well, I hope that you realize by now that if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are a saint. That is, you have been set apart by God to do these things. To testify of the goodness of God. To testify of his works of providence. That's what saints do. Verse 11, saints will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is everlasting, an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. This Lord, this covenant Lord, is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord, the covenant Lord, upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, Christians and non-Christians alike. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. This is, again, the providence of God. The works of the providence of God. He provides us with food to eat, water to drink, shelter to keep us warm and safe. Is the Lord... Who opens his hand, as it were, and satisfies the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. The Lord fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But, this is but, this is a big but. All the wicked he will destroy. Those who are rebellious, those who are disbelieving, those who do not believe, he will destroy. But, don't forget that. Don't forget that but. 
Don't forget that God is a righteous God. He's righteous in all his ways. He's wise in all his ways. You know, I have to admit, there are times when I ask myself about this God. You know, many people would say, you know, that's not fair. It's not fair that you would destroy the wicked, that you would destroy the unrighteous. It's not fair. Well, you know, it's a mystery there. I, I, I don't, you know, all I know is what the Bible tells me. The Bible tells me that all have sinned. And so all are deserving only of destruction by God. But it also says that God is patient. And he hasn't destroyed us all yet. Even though we're all deserving. He has decided to spare a remnant, a few of us. And how does he choose a few of us? I don't even quite understand that. I don't know how he does that. All I know that the Bible says that he does. There are times where it's hard for me to tell someone about this Lord because he's that way. But I can't help myself. I can't help myself. But believe in this God. Believe in this Lord. And thankful that me, a woeful, wretched sinner, only deserving of his destruction, he has chosen me and has set me apart to be a saint, to proclaim his name. That's all I know. I want to encourage you that the Lord is there. He's there for you. The invitation is, is, uh, the invitation is open to all of us. It's open to you. The invitation is come, says the Lord. Come, repent. And believe that Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, your Savior. That God has provided a Savior for you. To save you, that is to deliver you from your wickedness, your rebellion, your rebellious attitude. Your rebellious behavior. God has provided you a savior. And if you believe, along with the psalmist here, along with the psalmist and all those who believe, our mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Today, now, now is the time of salvation. Come, confess your sins to God. Do not put it off any longer.
The Bible has made it clear. We all are sinners. And we are all only deserving of the destruction of God. Confess your sins to this God. The same God that has created all of us. He has created this earth that we live in. He provides for us faithfully. He governs us. And he has provided us a Savior. Please don't put it off any longer. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. My soul is troubled this morning. And that's because I sense an evil spirit in our midst. And I pray, Father, that you would remove this evil spirit from our presence, from our home. And I pray, Father, if you don't remove it, if you decide not to remove it, that you would give us the strength to resist and to carry on. Pray for my listeners. Pray, Father, that you would bless them this day. Encourage them. Convict their hearts, Father, to repent of their sins and to believe in you, an almighty God, an almighty God. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.